Morning, morning, morning. How you guys doing? Or afternoon or evening, wherever the hell you are right now. I'm going to be giving my thoughts on the interview that myself and Black Dragon did with the international president of the Vagos Motorcycle Club and all that business with Nat Geo coming up. If you haven't seen the interview, it is now posted. The reruns, you can see it everywhere. YouTube, Facebook, it's on the podcasting platforms. My God, is the numbers great. I really appreciate all the support you have had with this show, as well as with Bigfoot, the international president of the Vagos Motorcycle Club. I have to say that had to be one of the top three interviews I've ever done since starting Insane Throttle. And what I liked the most about it was how open and honest Bigfoot was with our listenership. It's a sad state of affairs. And I have to say, Mariana, if you're watching, you missed a good opportunity here to really get to know the biker scene and the club scene from a middle-of-the-road perspective where you would have been able to give your viewers more than just a gangland episode, but really a human interest story. And that's what guys like Bigfoot and others that are in clubs are is a human interest story where there's still values. There's still a moral code, something that you totally missed when doing your episode. The whole time with National Geographic or Nat Geo, as we call it, Everybody involved had their own negotiations. And it was months upon months, as you heard in that interview, of this whole thing coming together. Each one didn't know what else was going on, which right there is some shady stuff right there. Everybody should have known who was going to be involved, but they wanted the shock experience of it. And again... If you watched the whole interview last night, over two hours he sat with us. He answered all our questions, as well as questions from the chat room. From you yourself, he answered. Never budged, never batted an eye. And that's something that regular citizens should have had the opportunity to see. So, um, so, you know what, the episode came out perfect. Uh, it did a lot to quell a lot of people who like talking about stuff that don't know what goes on behind the scenes. You get a lot of podcasters that do it. They want to give rebuttals, responses, all that stuff, and... They're just ignorant to the facts of what happened. 
what was involved, what was talked about. Then they come out and, well, you shouldn't be surprised. Well, yeah, you're right. We shouldn't have been surprised. But, hey, it was a shot in the dark because in today's society, everything is about online. Hell, if it wasn't, all these self-proclaimed experts wouldn't have a platform to be given. So that's the importance of the internet and how yesterday went so far to prove the need, in my opinion, for clubs to give their side of the story. It's not the old days. It's not a box anymore. There's just so much going on, like I mentioned yesterday. We could drop a story in five minutes. It'll be around the world. Getting your side of the story out early is important for one you get the general public's eyes on it, especially if there's going to be a jury. You got a potential juror now looking at your side of the story before the prosecutors get in there and get on with all the gang crap. I know Black Dragon, I, I, now I, I might be wrong, was talking about public relations officers be a beautiful thing. Now I know there's an organization called NCOC. They're supposed to be helping covering this type of stuff. I really think though, in my personal opinion, that it should be the club's personal uh, representative doing it, not an organization, because if it's affecting one club, it should be them that is able to get their side of the story out. That way it don't get muffled in translation. Since that interview had so many good things being said about the format, how the interview was handled. And that's one thing that we retooled for the new year with Insane Throttle. If you noticed... We've been doing a whole mixture of stuff. And yeah, I got the core listeners saying, hey, man, you know, we only want to hear about this and that. No, we, we're going to cover the whole scene. That's why we went into these broadcaster associations and stuff, because we're going to get professional as hell with all this stuff. Personally, I can care less about haters. They can bob on my knob. Uh, anything they say don't mean a damn thing. It just shows a lot of ignorance that they don't know how to debate, but it really don't affect, because you're never going to have make anybody happy. Not everybody, anyway. If I did, it wouldn't be here. This whole thing, it wouldn't be worth it, because if you don't have different uh, viewpoints, what fun is it? The platform is going to try to give more access to clubs. Because really, what happened with Nat Geo is they took, and they're actually the reason why I'm really retooling this thing. They took an hour conversation about NCOM. I was a big supporter of NCOM. 
And I say was because there's some stuff that I don't agree with, let me tell you that. But at the same time, there's a lot going out on the in the scene that you haven't heard a peep from them about is what it is. That's their organization. I'm a news organization. Whatever. I really wish they would get more involved in some of this stuff, but it is, you know, again, it is what it is. So they took an hour conversation and put it into three seconds. And if you listen careful, see, creators, we do this. And audio, especially me, because of the podcasts, because of the radio, I know audio. But if you actually listen to the words that I was saying, everything has a space, a split-second space. That's where everything was pasted together. It was cut and pasted. They spent over five hours with the Vagos. Five hours. And what was it? A couple-minute segment? That is manipulating the whole damn show. Our interviews uncut, unedited. You can watch everything that was said in real time. That's really what I think the media is missing. They're so mistrusted right now, it's unreal. You know, the other day I had to issue a correction on a story where it was the Iron Horseman I put. Well, it was the Iron Horse MC. There's so many that's trying to beat us, you know, like these bear club, whatever. But it's important as a news organization that you issue corrections to your stories. And I know it's a foreign concept now with the mainstream media press. But that used to happen all the time. So we're taking steps to ensure everything is accurate. With Biker News, we started covering good stuff even into the motorcycles now. Stuff that I enjoy, because quite frankly, last year, I was getting burnt out by all the bad news, man. It was like, man, not again. But mixing it up where I'm able to give you news from the club world, independent side, uh, motorcycle manufacturer side, that makes it a lot more interesting than just, hey... Well, it's the bad stuff happening. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying the new format. We're going to be getting a lot more interviews going. And I'm going to be working with uh, Black Dragon and having him host. Because I think we got a good teamwork right there. As far as our interview styles, we've been doing this a long time. Uh I know you know what that interview was, you know, because Black Dragon even said it. We didn't have to pull information, it just flowed. Because sometimes with interviewees, they're either nervous or, you know, you have to pull information out by asking questions, you know, the tough questions and stuff like that. But I think it was a fair one. And I think a lot of questions that were asked and answered, a lot of people wanted to know. So we want to again thank, uh, Bigfoot from uh, the Vagos Motorcycle Club for coming on. And one point before we go. Look at that case in Las Vegas. 
where the feds rounded everybody up. They knew it was a lie, but put all those people through hell. And all they had to do is say, sorry, that's law enforcement right there, in my opinion. Hey, maybe you'll see some uh, of them come on the show and we can debate back and forth. Uh, you know, we're going to be covering a wide range of stuff, but I just wanted to give you some quick thoughts on the Vagos interview, what I thought of it. I know Black Dragon was happy with it. And happy meaning we finally were able to help a club get their side of the story out. If you're in a club and you want to get a story out, come on, sit down. And we'll get your side out.
Every once in a while, we just have to say it. Focus. That's what I was thinking. Focus. Whatever. People do vote for radio stations. Radio stations. If you want modern rock. WMMR DB Rockford. We've got a great show, so stay tuned. Yeah! Crank up the radio. Good morning, baby. That was so exciting. Tune in every morning at 8.15 Central Standard Time for The Hoot with China Dowling Hollywood on WMMRDB Rockford. And how you guys doing? Welcome to the show. I hate Canadian. I hate Canadians. I do. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because they give us all this cold ass freaking weather, man. It's freaking cold. I brought you a present. What's that? I have a bag that our our your your you know our lovely granddaughter, the oldest, and 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 my stepdaughter brought in to me as a congratulations for my promotion. Since I'm not allowed to eat suckers at work, according to my boss, they brought me a bag of three hundred dum dums. Three hundred lollipops, great, and you'll probably go through every one of them. Now there's some flavors in here that are really fucking gross. <laughs> I won't eat those. You won't eat those, huh? No. There's some that are in here that are gross. But I will be carrying this in with me to work today just to show my boss. Ouch. Yeah. Well, you do have fun, don't you? I do. <laughs> Especially after, oh, five hours of putting up new price tags in the cooler yesterday. Right. Yeah. That was fucking fun. I learned something. What? I learned that you would have a hard time... Living off grid. How you figure? Because you were going nuts when there was no water. Oh my god, I was pissed. I'm like somebody come put toilet water in ta- water in the tank. I gotta pee. I cannot not pee without having to flush. That's just gross. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> how is it guys can go to the bathroom in a bathroom in their home and pee and not flush? It's gross. I'm sorry. Would you be able to do an odd house? Oh, I've done outhouses. No, but on a you know permanent basis. Fuck no, not on a permanent basis. I did one at the Rumble in the Woods. That's technically the first outhouse I've ever used out in public. <laughs> Cause so if I built an odd house on a property off grid, you wouldn't like that. Uh, no, no. And would have no. to collect rainwater and all that good stuff. Yeah. Because that's no, no. I get paranoid in, in outhouses, like, that I'm going to fall in. <laughs> you know what's funny down south? Or drop my phone You know, in down the south toilet. with, uh, what's it called, uh, all the snakes and shit. Maybe one come up and bite you in the ass. That's what you always fucking say, so that's why I don't like using outhouses. I would rather, like... Is that why you get all nervous? Yeah, like, when they have, when they have uh, like... The carnival and the fairs and stuff around here. I will not use the bathroom at a fucking carnival. Because you're afraid of fucking outhouses. That and I'm paranoid that some fucker's going to tip me the fuck over. <laughs> I've seen it done. No. Fuck all y'all. That's a that would shit. be my shit ass luck. I would be the one pushed over in the porta john. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So but we got yeah. to see what it was like to live in the old days, and you didn't like it. No, I fucking hated it, because I couldn't do my hair for, like, three days. It sucked. Uh-huh. 
So I so had to get up. So you were real happy when the water came back out. Oh, my God. Yesterday, I'm like, yay! 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 I guess it takes a special kind of <laughs> women uh, to live off grid. You know, more power to them bitches. I, it ain't me. I, di- I did it at the Rumble, and that, that yeah. That took guts. Just Dude, I would hold my pee the whole time. <laughs> that fucking thing. I'm like, I don't want to go in there. So you got a fear of Odd House. I fucking hate them. Well, and I will say the one at Rumble in the Woods was phenomenally clean. Right. So I give it that. But some of these outhouses you go in, you go in there and you feel like you're just going to throw up when you walk in. You got to hover. And, you, oh my God, I hover. I don't care. I ain't sitting down. Mm. So you, you're kind of extra special. I'm a special kind of special. So you got good leg strength if you got to hover. Yes, to a point. I can hover long enough to pee, but other than that, that's about all I got. <laughs> so you rather go in the middle of the woods and just take a crap? Than no, sit in not a- even that. I'd rather be like, take me to the fucking gas station. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not one for going to the bathroom in public, period. I sit at work all day. I hold my pee till I get home. <laughs> Why is that? Why I do don't you have know. So- such a problem? Because I hate the concept of other people being able to hear you go to the bathroom. <laughs> What? I hate it. It's fucking annoying. Because if you got a shit, and you're sitting there, and you're like going, and you're like farting, or whatever, (laughs) and you know damn well the person's going to be like, it was her. (laughs) Because I have done it. Yeah, but you you have no problem lighting it up here at home. Oh, hell no. I'll light it the fuck up all day. I don't care. But you're afraid of what other people say. By the way. Don't go in the bathroom for a yeah, few I minutes. <laughs> I'm just saying, because, you know, I had to hold my poop a lot this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so you're clearing out now. Yeah, so don't go in there. Between last night and today, don't go in there. What's the difference, though? Because it's home. I don't care. I don't give a fuck what you, you or my son think, man. I hate you go into a public bathroom. I swear to God, people look to see what you're wearing and what shoes you're wearing. Get the fuck so out of here. So when you, like, if you're at Walmart, they're going to be like, hmm. I, because you like blowing up the joint or whatever, because I've done it at Walmart. I ain't gonna lie. I've blown up you the joint. You got people, you know, like throwing up coming out at her. And then it's like, and then I come out and I look at you, don't go in that bathroom. I had to go. <laughs> I held it too long. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, some motherfuckers out here in Walmart checking out everybody's shoes to know who it was that just blew up the bathroom. <laughs> and they're going to be like... Oh my god, it was her. <laughs> I remember it was the same thing in high school. You never took a crap. No, never. Not in school. Mm-mm. Because then somebody uh, grab, you know, catches you. Dude, you never love that shit you down in school. You just lit that shit up, man. <laughs> you lit that. What the fuck, man? That's nasty. <laughs> I wouldn't poop at school either. I don't give a shit. I'm going home and taking a crap. Right. Because I don't care what my brothers or anybody thinks at home. Because they know they know to expect it. You do got so. phobias, though. That is, you got some weird-ass mm. phobias. I mean, I'll, I'll pee pretty much anywhere. It's when you got to take a crap. What other phobias do you have? Um, I don't, that's, I don't know. Heights. You don't like heights, huh? No. But yet, I'm the only one at work that will go up in the crawl space. I don't because i'm the smallest <laughs> they make me do it we need to put this up in the crawl space i'm like yeah i'll get to it why do i gotta be the only one that my fucking biggest does it? phobia is i guess i have to be like howie mandel i don't like touching people 
You hate See, when you hate I don't want co- I don't want I don't want cooties. You don't want cooties. Well, God, this is the era nowadays. You really want to touch people? No, I just don't want cooties. See, we're the opposite because all I like to do is run up and hug everybody. (laughs) I'm like, hey. Yeah, then you come back and give me cooties. (laughs) It's okay. You're fine. But that's one of my biggest phobias. (laughs) What? Cooties? No, (laughs) yeah, I get you know. I got the cootie touch. Germs from other people, and I think that stems from tattooing. Hey, I still have a customer that comes in wearing two masks, two pairs of gloves, carries his debit card in a Ziploc fucking bag. <laughs> well, you gotta, yeah, the, you know that stupid shit aside. You gotta admit, well, ever the since phobia, yeah. yeah, started happening when I was tattooing. Oh yeah, I didn't want no fucking bullshit from them. Uh huh. And the worst thing about it is when I was tattooing, you never knew if the fuckers were telling them the truth or not. Oh, no, because, I mean, you did it right. You had them fill out the form, and it asked all kinds of questions that they'd have to say yes or no to. Well, before even going to that when I was tattooing in shops, when before that law was passed. Yeah, but you know what's funny is, is like, people don't realize that as a tattoo artist, or even as a fucking human being, Mainly tattoo artists, because they notice it a little bit more. You can tell, like, some specific well, you things signs, when you look at... yellow eyes for I mean, you can tell. The skin color. But then other people don't realize that in a tattoo shop, since there's so many people in there... I mean, me personally, I would sit at the front desk when I wasn't piercing, and I would just listen to the conversation mm-hmm. that the customers were having while they're waiting. I don't understand why people, why lie? They know ha- they have something. Why wouldn't they tell the other person? Because they just want to get their shit done. Yeah, they want a tattoo, but is it worth putting somebody else's life in danger? Well, there's people that are just that ignorant that there's no fucks given, and they don't care about anyone else. They just want to do what they want to do, and that's like. How many people in this world are having unprotected sex and don't fucking tell people that they have something? <sighs> you got that right. I mean, the girl that used to work, you know, nasty biatch, uh, herpes, the gift that kept on giving. Right. She never told anybody she had all kinds of fucking shit down there. She and How I'm, can she even and live with herself? She don't care. She did not care as long as she was taken care of down there. She did not give a fuck. She would never tell a man that she had herpes and she had this and that and the other thing. And it's it's fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't let her touch my money, nothing. No, most people, when they started catching on to her shit, because, like, she fucking... It's like she's proud of it. She, it. Well, one of the days when I worked with her, when she was working with the, at, my, at my store, she, oh my God, she made a comment to the guy that delivers our donuts about how she rubbed her shit, her, her cooch all over that toilet so he can catch what she has. And I, I looked at her, I said... She should have been fired. I looked at her, oh man, I contacted, I contacted management right after she said it. And I told her, I'm like, you need to get your fucking ass in that goddamn bathroom with the fucking bleach and clean that fucking bathroom, you nasty bitch. And what did she say? She goes, I was kidding. No, you weren't. And I, looked, I looked at her. I go, I don't give a fuck. You tell me you're kidding. Get your ass in there and clean that bathroom. I'm like, you a nasty bitch. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, shit, ugh. And, and wh- she was also a heroin bitch too. She was a heroin junkie, yeah, big time. Right. Uh, that just goes to show you the human experience. A, a lot of people just give no fucks. They just want what they want and don't care about the repercussions or anything. Well, that's what scares me about AIDS is everybody's like left that to the back of their mind. They don't care about it, which is scary. And you got these assholes going around giving each other AIDS and shit. Well, that's why you got to watch out. I mean, ladies of the night, you don't know what they got. Oh, you never fuck a lady of the night. Whoever does that is a dumb motherfucker. You paying? You paying for? You paying for getting sick? That's what you paying for. You paying for whatever you get because unless you Jimmy kind con- putting a Jimmy ring on there, mm-mm. you don't even. You know what? Fucking a hooker with double glove even a that rubber. shit. Double glove, double glove that, that shit. Put a fucking hefty shit. bag on it with a twist tie. I don't give a fuck what you're doing. The only thing you get from a hooker is a blowjob, <laughs> and you wear a rubber at that too because you don't know what the bitch gets. But it, it's just like <laughs> people don't care anymore. They and they haven't for a long time. It's just people are more uh, alert. Mm-hmm. And uh, pay more attention to the shit nowadays. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I can't. I ain't gonna say fucking COVID did that because no, no. People, COVID had nothing. People, to do with people that. were paying more attention before all this bullshit drama started. Well, that's because they got more information. I think WebMD is the greatest invention ever. I don't. I don't. Why? I don't because you start looking up your shit. Been there, done that. You're gonna start diagnosing. You still do it. I still do it. But you, but seriously, you gotta when you look up shit on 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 the computer, whether it's WebMD or whatever other website you look at, take what you're reading with a grain of salt when it comes to looking up medical advice, right? Or trying to diagnose yourself. Mm-hmm. But it makes you more aware of what's out there. It makes you aware of what's out there, but you're going to be self-diagnosing yourself with a shit ton of dumb shit, and then you're going to come to find out, oh, you just have an infection. You know what? Let me give you some antibiotics. What's funny about that is every time I did it, I diagnosed myself right because I know my bottle, body. Well, see, everybody knows their own body better than the Except damn doctors you. do. No, I don't. <laughs> you go on some wicked ways on that WebMD, man. <laughs> I look up some fucked up shit. What are the signs and symptoms for itchy armpits? <laughs> I guarantee you were on that. I fucking did because my right armpit is always fucking itching. Always. So I'm always looking it up. I'm like, oh my God, I have armpit cancer. <laughs> I'm like, I swear to God, there's armpit cancer. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I've changed my deodorant like 9,000 times. I don't know what the fuck. And Maybe it's you so should go like, to straight. You know, the spray kind. I've, I use the spray kind. It don't fucking make a difference. Roll on, strap on. I don't give a fuck what kind of on deodorant I'm putting on. Roll on, strap on. Why the fuck did I say strap on? Because you're thinking about sex right now. Yeah, well, that's a constant. Whatever. That's the I, first I've time I've ever guy. heard you say strap on. <laughs> I know. It's hilarious, isn't it? You know what? I see you as the receiver, not the the doer on a strap on. With oh, hell no. Nah. No. No. What do you mean, no? I'm the giver. Bam, bam! I'd be the one putting that on. No. no. If I want a dick, it's going to be the real thing, not a motherfucking strap on. Mm-mm. I'm probably the only fucking female in this world that does not have an actual dildo. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is true. You have to have massagers and stuff. I use massagers for external use only. Man, this just totally went off the cuff. That it did. <laughs> Anywho, no, I did. I I, I looked up itchy armpit because <laughs> it's only the right armpit. I know doctors hate WebMD. Oh fuck yeah, they do because then the the, the patients come in thinking they're doctors, right? <laughs> and then they gotta actually argue with the patients. It's funny. They do it with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I diagnose myself with shit. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I don't know. <coughs> but, so I gotta, like, eat my own words and be like, take shit with a grain of salt, but. Right. Sometimes, it does make you look stupid. But sometimes I look shit, I'll, I'll look shit, like, when I looked up the itchy armpit thing, I was just, like, laughing my ass off. No, you weren't. I was, because. No, you it's weren't. You were probably scared as no, shit. No, I'm not, because it's coming back with shit like razor burn, and I'm like, well, it ain't fucking razor burn. Yeah, it has to be razor burn. It ain't razor burn. I dry shave my armpits That's on a why. daily since I was, like, freaking in eighth grade. You're supposed to use water, asshole. Nah. Nah. I dry shave down there, too, and that don't itch. Well, the problem is, you know, dry shaving and stuff like that, it probably gave you something because the razor blade might have been unsanitary. Might have gave you something. Oh, my yet. God. Shut up. My <laughs> bla- razor blades for my shaving are always sanitary. You're fucking gross. How is it sanitary when they're coming out of uh, a bag? Maybe that razor's been sitting a year or two on the shelf and collecting dust and now you shaved with it dude i'm an expiration junkie okay Ever razor si- blades don't have exp- I, I don't give a fuck i will look i'll look for one on a condom i don't even care okay i actually i check the condoms now you, you know what's gonna happen guys you know what's gonna i'm happen. gonna go in the bathroom and check you're gonna check and you're then you're gonna go on WebMD <laughs> and say, Do I got something? You know, he made it she she's trying to be all badass on the radio right now. I will not. You're fucking stupid. You wanna make a bet? Yeah. Yeah. I you know I'm, You're not gonna go on the internet and see if that's a possibility. No. Did I catch something for my razor. <laughs> because dry shaving because it's not just the razor. It is the, you know, the razor part, uh, the silver. You don't know if something before it was made into that. Oh, my God. Shut up. Now you're going to get other people paranoid. <laughs> Man, I just shaved my balls last night. <laughs> Fuck. <No. laughs> it gave me cooties. Now you're going to have everybody checking their razor blades out before they shave. I know you're going to. No, I don't. You're going to do it right after the show. You're going to go in there, take a piss, and try not to say it, but you're going to look at that razor. Don't lie. No, I won't. I only got two left, and I know. Because then if I think something, I'm going to go buy more. <laughs> I'm not looking. Yeah, huh? She's giving that, uh-huh, shit. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't going to look. When's the first commercial break? <laughs> <laughs> now that is funny that we talk about it and I hate to equate this to it where people really don't give a shit about others and that has to do with this Chicago Teachers Union they finally made an agreement with the city I do not know why that they didn't do a Ronald fucking Reagan on their asses where he fired all these FAA uh, people in the 80s Fired her asses for not coming to work. But you know why? Because they're the biggest donors of the Democratic Party. 
And these, I, you know what? I used to be so union. But now that you step back and you see the bullshit that they're pulling, I can't support them. I can't. What, the teachers? I can't support big unions anymore. I can't support little ones. One of the biggest one was the coal miners union in West Virginia. And they came out in support of Biden's Build Back Better plan. I was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. But the reason why I'm bringing this up. Teachers are supposed to teach. Yep. But now they get all political. Don't you feel like, and this is across the spectrum, you should be able to have school choice where to send your kid. I personally think you should be able to choose what school your kids go to. If you live in a town and there's like three to two or three different schools, you should be able to pick where they go. But not you notice, go, not go, be, go have them go there just because they're on that boundary line. Exactly. Every year we had our kids in school. <coughs> we had to show proof where we live in the district. Oh yeah, we had to do it here. We had to show proof where we live, how long we've lived there, blah, 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 show utility bills. Right. To make sure that our kid lives in the district to go to that school. You know how many people around here freaking live in, like, the next town over, or even as far as into Beloit, which ain't mm. even that far. They'll live in Beloit, and they will live use a relative's address for a permanent address for their child to just go to the school that exactly. our, our kids went to. Now, say you're in a district where the school is god-awful. You can't get hardly any... You, uh, it surprised me with Chicago uh, schools. These motherfuckers are lucky they can read by the time they get out. That's because they but just they pass them to pass them. So, why would... You're moving into a neighborhood, and you know that school's worth a shit. But because you live in them district lines, you have to sacrifice your kid's education. And the only way around that is spending money out your ass to send them uh, to the a private, private school. Spe- uh, private school. But, but with, with school <laughs> choice, they got vouchers now they want to do. Where it pays for that, but it comes out of the public fund. So the teachers' unions are saying, no, we don't want to support that. No, you don't want to lose your fucking job because you ain't doing your job. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, it's true. It's true. That's like shit. You think our daughter would have got to where she was today if I kept her in the schools in Chicago? Oh, hell no, because you know how many times our daughter was saying that them schools were too freaking easy? Right. They weren't challenging her. It wasn't until we got her to the schools out here where she felt even a slight bit challenged with her education. What a world the difference it was moving from the city out to here as far as the school system. Oh, 100%. Big difference. And we had to pay for her to go to private school out there. Oh, God, yeah. Because the schools were so fucked up. Yeah, and that was not cheap. And I didn't want to have my son go through them schools because he would have been like me fighting every day. But it's like, but we benefited from her going to the private school. We did. She, she learned. She learned a dead language. She learned Latin. Yeah, she knew Latin. So that was highly entertaining when your grandma was here, because 
your grandma and her could actually have conversations. Even, I mean, I mean, your grandmother was Italian, but yeah, your grandma, but, she was diehard Italian. Oh, my God, don't ever piss that little woman off. <laughs> well, the thing with uh, her was it was she, before Vatican II, and they used Latin in the Catholic Church. But she, but she, well, she knew other languages as well. Right. Like, she'd look at me, she'd talk to me in, like, Swedish and Norwegian, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't know what the hell. She could talk German. Well, that's because she, she was had, married to a German. Yeah, it was ethnic stuff in Chicago. But it's, but it's like she could speak so many languages, but it was really cool seeing our daughter sitting with your grandmother, her great-grandma, right, at the kitchen table. And when our daughter actually said the Lord's Prayer mm. to her in Latin, your grandmother cried. Yeah, because that's what they used to use in the Catholic Church. So, I mean, it was like a cool thing. Right. It was cool. But the world, the difference was huge. And I, I sat back to myself and I said, why wouldn't anybody support this? And it all comes back to these teachers. They do not want our kids educated. They're not like the teachers we grew up with. You they know, were kick ass when we grew up. You know, I'm going to say this about teachers. Because I know we have some that are listeners. I don't. I know we do. Teachers need to teach because of why they chose to go into that field. You chose that field because you wanted to make sure that there was a better education for those kids. Not to push any ideological belief. Not to push bullshit on kids, but because you wanted to make sure kids had a better education. Because your heart was in it when you got your education. Mm Mm-hmm. Why don't teachers continue to stand up for what they believed in and teach because that's where their heart was in right. the beginning? Well, if you look at other, we're way behind everybody in technology. But if you look at places like Japan, South Korea, uh, Taiwan, they take education very serious, especially math. Oh, fuck. The math out here, man. It's oh, terrible. my God. Man, parents have to have a math class just to help their kids with math. Well, I'm not talking about just that. But I'm serious. Mathematics is a playing. universal language, meaning if you talk fucking, uh, you know, ancient Egyptian, you know, you talk to the people in the ancient days and now, mathematics would be the universal language. Mm-hmm. But you can't teach our kids to get past the algebra? Well, I know, I know our daughter, she went pretty far with math, but then it's now after she's, you know, in college and whatnot, she goes, half the shit I learned in that math, <laughs> I don't even freaking use. Well, that's because she's not going into that field, but if you went in the field of engineering, architecture, architecture, you uh, need that. All kinds, there's all kinds of jobs out there that you need math. So they're limiting these kids' potential future. Mm-hmm. By holding them back, by putting them in a situation that is downright awful. Yeah. I mean, what happened to the back in the day how we were taught math? I okay, mean, we're not going to get down that rabbit hole. Four times four is what? We're talking you about... You better show your work, which takes up a page now. You 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 fine now? You good, yeah, bro? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good, bro. You good, bro? I'm good, bro. I'm not mad, bro. Not bad, bro? I'm good, bro. I'm good. 
God, I'm, move on. We're trying to talk about, uh, you know, bad schools versus good schools and being able to send your kids. Yeah, but to nowadays, nowadays, how can you actually tell if it's a good school? I'm not going to even say how can you tell it's a bad school because that's fucking obvious. But how, how well, nowadays? One thing, you know what? We're Chicago transplants, and I know a lot of people from Chicago around here now. Oh, man, me too. And they specifically came here because of the schools. Right. I mean, I'm, I I mean, I didn't come from, I mean, I, I lived in Chicago. You grew up closer to Chicago. I grew up, according to you, on the wrong side of the tracks because I'm going to say my education was pretty damn good. But <laughs> Mine wasn't. Yours wasn't. Mine was terrible. No, yours was, yeah. My report card compared to your report card senior year is highly entertaining. But if you look at it, though, of where I ended up, I didn't like. The bullshit in school. But the street, I learned how to mold myself to where I... You learn more on the streets than I in, in some schools. Uh, uh, you know, my mathematics was counting money. <laughs> okay, you know, if I have $2 plus another $2, that's $4 I have. I don't need a teacher to tell me that shit. No, but there's kids that, there's kids that even go to the school district where our kids went to and they can't count money. And somebody, you know why they somebody can, you, in Discord just said school boards. You know, Very true. You know why the kids can't count money? Because they use the plastic. Because all their parents are giving them damn freaking prepaid cards. debit cards, right. and they ain't got to learn how to count money. So when it does come come down to it, they're throwing their, their money on the counter because they ain't got a fucking clue what fucking two quarters and three dimes makes. Mm -hmm. They don't fucking know. Well, I believe money's becoming a thing of the past as well. I mean, everybody's going plastic. Yeah, we get some, we get a lot of cash handling at at work. But damn, these kids, I'm telling you what. Right. Teach your children how to count some fucking basic change. Got <laughs> that right. We'll be right back. We're gonna have some Ozzy Osbourne and Rat. It's '80s day today at uh, Morning Hoot.
I'm fine. Stop yelling in my ear. <laughs> fuck. That's to get you to pay attention. I am paying attention. Anyway, I learned something yesterday. Hmm. I learned a very important lesson. What? We had uh, twins over. Oh, God, I know. They were awesome. The twins were good. You know, Grandma taught them it's okay to jump on the bed. Right. There you go. Anyway. Anyway. Mommy's not happy, but I don't care. It happens. I don't care. It happens. Your son tried to get one of the twins to eat a piece of dog food. What an asshole. (laughs) Anyway. I thought it was funny. Anyway. It is very funny how dogs are. Especially, and you don't have to look up an article on this. I already have it because I have percentages. I go, I go the extra, I go the extra, extra mile, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, I go the extra mile. What? (coughs) All right, sneeze here. Oh, so sneeze. Anyway, okay, go back here. Uh, Hollywood's back. All right, go. Ready, go. How comforting a dog is to a child. Well, not just dogs. Cats. People are cat people. Yeah, but it's more specifically dogs. And our pit bull, especially. And this happened with Harley, too. Yeah. How close they really get to you. Yeah. And how loyal they really are. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm having such a hard time thinking about ever getting another dog. We will. You always say we won't. We always do. We always do. Just saying. But I don't think I can get another pit bull. Uh, you said that after Harley and we have Xena. It's hard because I don't like the end of the old. <laughs> well, you're not the one that has to take them. That's Yeah, me. I'm a bitch when it comes to that, man. That's me. But do you, if you ever look in their eyes, it's like you can actually feel like you're communicating with them. They know what you're talking about. Yeah, me and the dogs have conversations all the time. It's the best conversations I have. I don't fucking doubt that. <laughs> I don't doubt that at all. Did you know, because I'm one, I look up percentage rates. Mm-hmm. 97% of doctors say there are health ben- benefits associated with owning a pet. You know what? That's a very interesting deal. If 97%. You, if you ever look at an elderly couple, that dog keeps them going. Mm. And if they ain't got that dog with them, that dog is at home. Right. Right next to you. It, it, it's just how weird and how loyal they really are. Well, and it's like when you've had that, when you've had your pet for a while... It's like they can they read they can read you, mm. you know like okay like I wasn't feeling good over the weekend. Hell no, them dogs were by you. My they fucking they're traitors, <laughs> and they know they know they can sense things. They know things like you know they're like little kids. They they can sense, you know if there's something not right about a person. They can you know they they just know. It's like an instinct or something. I just thought it was, you know. Well, and I found it highly entertaining because, you know, uh, your daughter, my stepdaughter, she's always like, 
well, I don't know if they really like Xena. I think they might be afraid of her. And I'm like, are you kidding me? No. They're down there rubbing her Oh, belly. my God. They, like, one of the twins, the bully of the two, go figure, bully petting the bully, <laughs> had her on her back and was rubbing her belly and thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And then our, our dog has a cue. She, uh. When she's done, she actually will take her back paw and gently push the child back with her back paw like and i'm talking really gently right like that's her sign going okay i'm done stop touching me for a minute right and she'll get up and she'll walk away and of course the twins follow her (laughs) (laughs) and she tolerates it i mean they they went up to her they're hugging on her they're kissing her Zena's kissing them back, like licking their whole faces. Right. You know, one of the twins was getting wrestled with by the five-year-old. Right. And the two of them both fell off the bed, and they weren't jumping on the bed at the time. This was before I told them it's okay. Oh, you gotta, you know, deny all culpability. that was prior to me telling him it's okay to jump on the bed. But the five-year-old was actually picking on one of the twins. And the, the, the twin had enough and kicked her off the bed. Well, the five-year-old grabbed onto the the, the one twin's ankle (laughs) and pulled her off the bed with her. Right. And they both fell. Well, the twin landed face down. And the first thing that I saw was our pit went over to the twin, laid down on her stomach, and was nudging her with her nose Mm -hmm. and started licking her face and and from what you can hear, like, "Mm," like she was like... The twin was like about to cry, about to cry. And then next thing you know, the twins laughing because (laughs) this one's licking the crap out of her. But it was like immediate, like right when the the kid hit hit the floor, she didn't go to the five year old. She went to the one year old because the five year old was sitting up. Right. But the other one was laying face down on the floor. Well, I just looked over in her. I thought, you know what? Dogs are just so beautiful. They're beautiful beans and yeah cats are just the same way uh on to another subject though what and i want you to you know hear your opinions on this and if this should scare the holy hell out of you what with all these different da's around the country saying we're not going to prosecute these type of crimes and shit like that and making communities unsafe there's a report out now there's more than 100 Chicago area murder suspects again murder suspects on home monitoring they're on the ankle bracelet instead of sitting in jail Uh, these are murder suspects why because the DA thinks that's all right 80% in the home program are charged with violent offenses that's from the cook county sheriff you want to make room for them in your jail just let that drug dealer out <laughs> let the marijuana suspects out put let, them motherfuckers let, in let the ones you found a freaking joint on out of jail and make room for them suspects with bad crimes no what the fuck right what is wrong it's got to be Chicago. <laughs> it is Chicago. And this figure. is happening around with the New York, L.A. I just think it's a very dangerous business. That's fucking dumb. Very dangerous business. Why Put the damn drug dealer at home on an ankle bracelet. Not no fucking possible cr- murderer. Right. What's wrong? 
fucking Sad what the fuck is this world man. coming to <laughs> you know what oh, are they trying well you know with covid let's just keep them at home hey, you know what i really i think covid's become an excuse for everything it is that's what i'm saying i'm saying it as like that's what kind of excuse people are fucking using it's an excuse Dude, people are calling off of work because they had to go back to work after getting uh, sitting at home for like a year and a half on unemployment. Right. People are going back How to... How is that even possible, that uh, and a people, year and a half? Well, because they, they, they kept extending it. If they were, you know, not on their job because of COVID, they had to lose... Work or stop See, working. See, that's where I don't understand. If I don't know what the damn criteria. I don't know what the damn criteria was for people to get the damn unemployment, and then they got that extra kick. So they're at home making more money than I was making at my job, and I worked through the whole fucking thing. But now they're, these people, you know, had to go back to work. Okay, and they're crying and whining because they had to go back to work. So what are they doing? They're calling off COVID. Because businesses do not ask for proof. So what they're doing is calling, saying they got tested, they tested positive, so they can have like another 10 days off. But guess what, people? That's going to nip you in the ass because most most states now only let you take five. But at the same time, if you feel like they were home a year and a fucking half, mm-hmm. you think they try to make another means of money, you know, start a business or something. No, they got used to being at home doing nothing. I, I can't see that kind of life. They got used to being home. Man up. Fucking work through the damn shit. You know how many people that had to work through all that crap? But I'm serious. And I know you're pissed about it. I am pissed about it because I was on the fucking front line. And it's like, what the fuck? You know? And and these other people were sitting at home. And, you know, and I know who they were at my work because they got the Illinois Department of Unemployment Security debit cards they're swiping at the damn registers. Right. And it's like, really? Really? And some of them I knew what they did for a living, and it's like, why the fuck you ain't at work? And you have to say that in your back of your head. Uh, Yeah, I ain't fucking saying it out loud, because it would just get me off in a rant at work, and I ain't got the time for that shit. Right. But it's like, what the fuck? You got to sit home for, like, over a year. Over a fucking year, and now you're bitching, you gotta go back to work, so what are you doing? You're telling your employer you caught COVID? That's fucking pathetic. And what's worse is every time you look at your paycheck, all that money that they're taking out goes to people like that. Yeah, that's why it pissed me off, because, I mean, I get it. There's times when you need, you need, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do to survive. Mm. I ain't gonna knock that shit. There are some people that needed to be on unemployment at that time because literally their businesses shut down. Okay? I get it. But then there are some people out there that took advantage of the whole fucking situation and were sitting their fucking asses on home playing their damn Xboxes, their Playstations, not fucking working, not doing shit, and complaining about not working, but then when they had to go back to fucking work, because why? Because they took the high kickback off, and you ain't getting that kind of money per week while you're sitting on your ass at home no more, so you gotta get a job. Go back to work. And even then, they'll go back to work for like <laughs> 90 days and quit, that way they'd get more. Yeah, but now they don't, now it's just the regular uh, unemployment security, it's not, it's, it's not 
the extra money that they were making before. I just say that's what... Uh, but it pisses me off because it's like I'm out there every day busting my ass. I look at my paycheck to see, you know, all the taxes they take out. The more you make, the more the government takes. And it goes to people like them. And it's like... You know, I'm watching people swipe their Illinois Department of, you know, Unemployment Security debit cards, and I'm going, thanks, I just paid for your stuff, you should thank me. <laughs> I mean, that's the shit running through my head when they're running their cards. You should thank me for, for you just you're got that. You're damn right they should. You just got that from me. Thanks, you're welcome. It's time for Cards Against Humanity. Get your nastiness ready. I actually feel like we should call this the Family Feud freaking section. Here. Nah, because it's not the Family Feud game ain't gonna last long. I'm gonna end up having to start looking more shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only doing this temporarily because I'm at a, I'm at a lull for my uh yeah. Cause I've asked pretty much every single thing I could fucking think of for Cards of Humanity. I've actually gone through so many websites for questions and. I'm at a loss now. <laughs> so I stole this from our daughter because we were playing it at her house over Christmas. <laughs> Christmas, And it came home with me. What do we got? First question. <clears throat> Are you ready? Here we go. We asked 100 married women, name a place you'd call if it was late and your husband wasn't home yet. Top five answers are on the board. My uh, side piece. <laughs> Again, <laughs> we asked 100 married women, name a place you would call. Why wouldn't she want to try to call my side piece, <laughs> knowing that I'm probably over there doing things? And your husband wasn't home yet. Work. Five top answers. All right, ding, 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 ding. You got the number one answer, work. Number one answer. For 35 points for Hollywood. 35 points. There are Four more answers on the board. Four more answers. We're going in the Discord. Get them answers in. All right, here we go. Here we go. We got Katie Bug. Katie Bug says a bar. You got the number five answer. And anybody else that says bar got seven points. Look at that. There you go. Still got three answers on the board. Let's see. Uh, We got uh, Grandpa Slayer. Yes, you got one. The cell phone, definitely. You got 13 points in this game. We still have two answers Damn, on these, the board. These guys are actually good. Bam! Katie Bug just got another one. She got another one. Are you sure you ain't got the same cards? <laughs> she got it. Friends home. 22 points for Katie Bug. We still got one answer on the board. <laughs> Flossie, to be honest, I wouldn't call anyone. <laughs> Yeah, me neither. Oh, bullshit, you wouldn't. You'd be all over my cell phone. Don't even bullshit. No, because you, you probably, my luck, your cell phone would be on the table in my bedroom, so I wouldn't be able to call you. <laughs> well, there is a reason to my madness. <laughs> Dirty knobs of blowjob click. <laughs> all right, the last... Up oh, there it is. Donna just got the one. It is family. Call their family. Wow, That's 16 we got them all. Points. We got them all. Everybody answered. got the five answers. Those were the five answers on the board, and y'all got them. Rock Woo! on. I didn't have to bust out my little paper X's over here. What the fuck? Okay, we got time for one more. <laughs> one more. Okay, here we go. 
<clears throat> All right. Name something that is much cheaper 10 years ago than today. Food. Top six answers are on the board. Let me fucking finish before you open your mouth over there, big fella. Let me finish. Again, name something that is much cheaper 10 years ago. The top six answers are on the board. Food. Correct. You got number four worth five points. Number four? Fuck that. That's number one. Nope. 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 No. Number one. Bam. Dirty Knobs got number one. Gas. 71 points to you, buddy. What a dick. (laughs) (laughs) You're just salty. (laughs) Katie Bug goes, everything. (laughs) What a dick. (laughs) Hey, Odie. Does strip club go towards... What was cheaper now, uh, 10 years ago, or does that go to or where you would call when your spouse is home late? <laughs> I know a blowjob back in the day was 20 bucks. It's probably a 50. Inflation sucks. <laughs> Let's, Donna, Donna's throwing all the answers out there just to see. <laughs> she goes, food, houses, cars, clothes, gas. All right. Well, two number two was cars. Six points. Oh, my God. Cars are fucking ridiculous. Homes. Number three, Donna, you got that one. Five points. And Hollywood and others said food, which was the number four answer. Five points. There are actually two left, which you would be surprised. Yeah, I agree, Grandpa Slayer. Cigarettes should totally be on there, but it's not. Hookers again. No. What's the last two? The last two are rent. Oh, my God. People are having such a hard time. And computers. Actually, computers has went down. Well, I'm going by when this test was made, when these questions were made, so fuck you. Actually, computers, you can get very reasonable now compared to what they were. Yeah, but a lot of people don't want a monthly payment. They just want to buy it outright. True enough. True enough. You know what I'm saying? They want all the bells and whistles. They want to pay it one lump sum, call it a day. See me, if I'm going to get a new computer, man, I am doing monthly payments on Donna that Donna Trabble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should know, Donna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. DMV. She's dynamite. Damn, D- you just got to rub that in, don't you? And You're worse than me. What? I'm being nice. I'm saying she's dynamite. Uh, <laughs> Katie Buck goes do another question explosive pussy <laughs> Katie Buck goes do another question alright I'm going to do another one I'm going to do one more I'm going to do one more and you better let people answer before you disconnect us damn it alright here we go here we go one more we asked a hundred women what would you do if two men, and I guess this can go with, women, with with the guys too, what would you do if two men or women were fighting over you? The top six answers are on the board. I just pull my pants down and say, have at it. <laughs> Again, we ask 100 women, oh my God, or men, doesn't matter. What would you do if the t- if two of the opposite sex were fighting over you? Get rid of them both. Fuck that. I'd fucking encourage that shit. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah! Which me, I would enjoy the fight, so I that's number three. I get seven points. What? Enjoy the fight? I would enjoy it. I'd be like, do it. Walk like, away. Do it. Is walk away one? 
Walk away is actually a top answer. Leave them and walk away. 46 points. There you go. Hollywood's good. <laughs> Randy, do them both. Morbic, fuck them both. That's what I say. Oh, okay. So, well, so far, there's only two answers that were gotten, and there are six answers on the board. Number one was leave them and walk away. Number three, which I got, was enjoy the fight. <laughs> Gloria said laugh. Yes, that is number six. You got one point. One point. One, one point if you laugh at them. What a loser, one point. <laughs> I know, it's like one point, really. Because I'd be laughing and enjoying the fight at the same time. Just saying. Cry. Get upset. That's number five. Two points. What a loser I am. I only got there two are points. Still, there are still two answers on the board. Yell. We will not accept that answer. Why won't Why won't we accept that answer? We won't accept that answer because you got to be more specific. Scream. Are you trying to stop the fight? Is that what you're doing? Yes. Okay, that's number two. Twenty-one points to you. There you, you go. That's but there's it. still one more answer on the board. Come on, guys, give that answer. I'm liking the answers that are in here, though. What's some of the answers? Dirty knobs, handcuffs at the ankles. Katie Bug, join in! Donna, take bets! <laughs> and then we got, pick the one that you were with before the fight. <laughs> no, actually, you want to pick the one after the, you know, you were, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Flossie, make them arm wrestle! <laughs> 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 What's the answer? The final answer, number four, is you're amazed. Morbid. How the fuck is that you're even in an a, answer? You're in amazement because there's actually two people fighting over you. <laughs> Morbic, go take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> or your sister go fishing. My sister would just go fishing. <laughs> She'd be like, ah, you, you guys fight it out. I'm going fishing. Rock on. That is the show for today. The Morning Hoot will be back tomorrow. It is hump day. Maybe I can talk China doll in doing a panty reveal. Okay, you talk me into it. I'll do a panty reveal tomorrow. There you go. Rock and roll. We're out of here. See you later. And that's it for the morning, Hoot, boys and girls. Don't forget, you can hear the replays over on Spotify, all your major podcasting platforms. Don't forget to visit Insane Throttle TV on your Roku device. Available soon on Amazon Fire. I'm out of here. We're out of here. Rock on.